Hello and welcome. You are listening to No Country for Healthy Living, a podcast where we try to guide you towards new levels of growth, self-love, and connection you never thought possible. My name is Kaylee and my pronouns are she, and her. And I'm Laura and my pronouns are she, her. Uh, welcome to our episode today. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. And yes, that is a new thing we're going to start doing because, you know, it's uh, it's important for a lot of people out there that we make pronouns a more common and accepted thing. Yeah, and, and not just for Whatever the people. Whatever it is you choose yeah, to identify not just as. for the people who feel like they need to explain their pronouns. Everyone. Exactly. Yeah. Normalize it so that those people don't have to feel like they need yeah, like to do it. Yeah, um, Exactly. Exactly. It's just a common thing that we just, yeah, no, she, her, they, them. Absolutely. Whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. But yes, welcome. Thank you for joining us as always. Yeah, absolutely. You. I feel like, I mean, it's going to be a fun episode, but I think we're in a pretty fun, talkative mood as well. So it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, Laura, I guess we'll check in first. How are you doing? How have you been? I have been pretty good, I guess. Um, <clears throat> I feel like it's. I can't even remember what I did this week. Ah, um, we had like a celebration mm-hmm. day for my job or whatever. And mm. we won an award, like our Healthy Families program won an award, like there's 25 of them in Massachusetts and ours specifically won an award for, I forget how they said it in a very more like adult way, but it's basically like our social media outreach. So we got an award mm-hmm. for how wonderful okay. we are on social media because we're basically famous, so because <laughs> we're basically famous we're not but it is funny we it's it's a good time yeah. and I think that that's something that a lot of other healthy families don't do so it was a good time mm-hmm. to get that it was fun um and aside from that it's just kind of same old same old so I think Henry got out a couple days ago yeah oh, no. and like an unintentional <gasps> So it's like we're pretty close to the road now, which he's not used to, and we have like miles and miles of acreage in the back. Is he he back is, inside? but it's so funny because the last okay. time he was at the cabin and he got out and nobody knew. I found him pretty close to our house in the woods chasing a mouse, and when I brought him inside, he was growling. He was trying to scratch me, so I had to hold him like really far away from me. But this time, he oh was in the front of our house near the road, walking on the stone wall in the center. He saw oh me. God. He had the saddest face and his little baby meows. He was just yelling at me to come get him. And he didn't run away from oh. me. He like came to me as he saw me and he let me like carry him all He's the like, way. He's like, Mom, home. I'm sorry I made a mistake. <laughs> He's like, Mom, I'm Hi, so for sorry. real. I, fucked up. I, I couldn't even yell at him this time oh. because I could tell he was really afraid. The last time he got out and was growling at me stuff, I was like, dude. You're an asshole. <laughs> Don't do that. But oh he was God. so afraid. Because especially since I was walking towards oh. him, a car went by and he like freaked out a little. I'm like, it's okay. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's like my worst nightmare is like one of my cats getting outside 
like unintentionally like there was actually like one day we were we had the door open because we were getting i think we were getting groceries out of the car something i can't remember what we were doing we were doing something and the door was open and um i had had my back turned to the front door and I think I was like helping Nick with something and I turned around and Ruta was like stepping out of the door yeah and I was like get your ass back inside no don't you do it don't you do it and I even had that thought of like you need to pay attention to the door because the doors are both open so the cats can come out and I was like don't you fucking do it. get your ass back in that house cat oh my god it's like my worst nightmare is my cat like getting outside like yeah and it, no. I, did, I didn't even notice no. Henry got out. I got, I went inside. I always have to take Nal out first because she's the most annoying mm-hmm. about it. And so I forced her on like a little 10 minute walk, came back, went to go give the cats love, gave Harley love, went to go give Henry love and I just couldn't find him. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's my fear when I can't find one of the cats. And it's usually, oh, excuse me. <laughs> it's usually Daruk that I can't find. Um, and I always panic when I can't find one of them. Even though I'm like, no, there's no it's way. It's an orange there's cat no thing. Way. But like yeah. that one, that one time though that I can't find him and I don't think about like, it's going to be that he got out somehow. So I always like have yes. to find him. Like I cannot settle down until I find him and I confirm where the cat is. I can always find Rudo very yes. quickly. But him, he's got the weirdest little hiding spots too. So like sometimes it's really hard to find him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just that panic and I'm like oh my god I swear to god I swear to god don't do it don't do it don't let it be true uh because then you don't Mm -hmm. even know where to look just endless choices Mm -hmm. it was terrible Mm -hmm. well I'm glad he's safe and sound back inside absolutely it was a (laughs) moment I had to call Mark and I'm like I'm sorry I lost Henry I would have waited as long as I could to tell him. I would have, like, waited to find him. And then as soon as I found him, I've been like, we are not telling your father about this. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, just, I can't believe you did this. Right. You're lucky you were, you're lucky you were so scared or else I would, I would actually yell at you right now. But I'm just glad For you're real? safe. Like, oh, God. That's, that's probably what I'd do. I'd just be like, oh. dare you. Can't believe you. Yes, and then he came home and like stretched oh, out belly up on the carpet and like had a good time. Oh. Like fantastic. Glad you're happy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, no, I'm an indoor <laughs> cat, mom. I didn't like that. I didn't like that one bit. Uh-uh. That was scary. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's well, how great. are how oh, are you? Um, I've been good. I've been good. Um not much has really happened, but I'm excited because I get my tattoo worked on yes. next weekend. And I'm just excited for that. Cause I I want I want it finished. And I don't know that we'll finish it, but I feel like if we don't, we'll get pretty close to finishing it because it is gonna be like a six hour session. And we're going to be basically starting as soon as I get in there. So, because she really doesn't have to do much except maybe draw on my arm a little bit. She doesn't have to play stencils or anything or like resize any stencils. It's all 
drawing on me at this point and like just freehanding certain things because she does a lot of freehanding stuff and shit so that's awesome though it's gonna be basically yeah. that so yeah i'm excited to see yeah. it but so six hours is a lot yep yep we booked the day so we could get as much done as possible in one session um it's it's really not that bad of a price for the whole day it's usually about seven to eight hundred i think mm -hmm. she said um for like existing customers it's a little cheaper obviously a lot of people usually do that so i think it's like 700 if you've been like an existing customer but like she she raised her prices to like newer customers it's like eight yeah. or nine hundred but but yeah it's like it's a really good price for booking out her whole like saturday um so yeah i'm excited though to get it done and get it worked on and like finish that this is arm. Exciting. Oh, you're gonna be great. have some expensive artwork on yourself. I've already got some expensive artwork on myself. My left arm is already worth a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> um, my arms are gonna be balanced out finally. It's been weird having one full mm -hmm. sleeve on one arm and then just a sunflower <laughs> on my shoulder because that's how it's been for like the past couple of years. And now I'm finally like, nah, we're gonna get our right. Now we're gonna do the I want to just, I yes. just want to do it. I just want to do my whole. I know I was like, we're, we're just gonna go for it. I'm a go big or go home kind of gal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> especially when it's been to my tattoos recently, because like the past, the past tattoos have been my sleeves. Because right. the last one, well, I mean, I had my like Care Bear one done for my mom and stuff, but like. It's mostly been big ones recently that I've been getting done. Because last time it was my full yes, left it arm. Was. Got finished. Yeah. Yep. 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 It's funny. Nick always laughs at me. He's like, you're going to be... Excuse me. I'm burping a lot. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> it's my saying, drink. Did you have something fizzy? <laughs> my, drink is, my drink is carbonated. <laughs> and it makes me burp. I'm sorry. Um... But, um, fuck, I forgot you what I was going to say. Yes, thank you. Uh, Nick laughs at me because he's like, yeah, you're going to be covered by the time you're like 40. I'm like, yeah, that's right. the plan. He's and he's he's all like, well, I don't want to be covered by the time I'm 40. He's like, I want to get like tattoos like every stage of my life. I'm like, that's fine. You can do that. But my goal is to be covered and enjoy my life being covered right in and touch them up when you need to that right. is the goal like i mean exactly like i'll get them touched up and who knows maybe i'll do a cover up here and there who knows there might be some spaces that i don't care for like you know things might happen things might change but for the most part i'm like yeah cool i'm happy with that i i'm not gonna i don't regret any tattoos i've ever had it's there are some that i wish i hadn't gotten sure but that's why i'm getting right. rid of them um and covering right. them up and disappearing <laughs> them. <laughs> um, I don't regret them. I got them done at a certain point in time in my life. I wanted it. I now understand that, yeah, sure, I shouldn't have gotten it done, but hey, yeah, I made and my it, choice. It felt good, I like it suited your chapter of your life when you did get them, and it just doesn't suit one suit it now. Exactly. Exactly. I know. I just, I exactly. just want to get my whole left forearm with flowers on it, like 
all mm-hmm. the wildflowers. I just cover me in flowers mm-hmm. and leave me alone. So. Mm-hmm. I get, I got it. Don't you worry. <laughs> I feel that. Nope. I got a couple flower tattoos. It's funny. I I I was never ever gonna get like a rose tattoo because everybody has rose tattoos. I never wanted one, but <laughs> I have a rose yep. tattoo. <laughs> But to be fair, the only reason I got it is because it's a memorial tattoo. That's the only reason I got it. And the the memorial piece was a rose. Right. So I I I got it. But I'm like, damn, damn it. it. I have a rose. <laughs> I'm like, I did it. I I have a rose now. God damn it. You're part of that crowd. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, my rose tattoo. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks good mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess um, we'll stop talking about cats and tattoos and <laughs> get into today's topic, which has nothing to do with either of those <laughs> things. Um, because yeah, today we are we want to start delving into the topic of hormones um we want to start talking about you know how hormones affect all of us and you know depending on who we are you know what sex uh gender you know we are it can all affect us a little differently uh and today we're solely going to touch upon hormones and how they affect bodies of men and women and when we use the term men and women in this episode to you know like to reflect the terms that have been historically used to gender people but you know your gender identity may not align with how your body responds to you know this occurrence and in upcoming episodes we definitely hope to touch upon how hormones affect those who are transgender um and all the other topics that we can possibly touch upon when it comes Mm -hmm. to hormones and how it affects us because you know not only do we want to be inclusive um as much as we possibly can but it's also important to have this information out there for everyone to know um because we all need to be educated in this in some way shape or form um and us being educated in this topic and knowing how hormones affect everybody differently, it can help us to better understand ourselves and to better understand each other. And that is so important, um, I think, for our society to truly start becoming better, especially when it comes to mental health and um, physical health, too, because our hormones affect us in a lot of ways when it comes to our physical health and our mental health. And it's something that we maybe don't realize because it's not something we're really taught about because it's something that's still very new. And I even remember, I think it was a podcast I was listening to. I can't remember which one right now, but they mentioned how in a lot of, even still in a lot of scientific research, women aren't used because uh their hormones affect the study um that's a big reason why um women in history haven't been used in certain scientific studies is because of the way their hormones affect 
their body and will affect the study and they just couldn't be bothered to have to work around that so they would just always use men um to find out throughout history and i think i want to say it's one of bailey sarian's Mm. episodes in her dark history podcast i I want to say it was her that mentions this topic but yeah it was something about how in history a lot of science was of course done on cis white men you know um it that that is the straight facts of it it was always straight white men who were the topic or choice for being the the scientific study and a lot of times women weren't used strictly because of the fact of how their hormones would affect studies and i thought that was so fucked up and i'm like you didn't think that maybe that could be important right. when it came to like giving someone medication or something that hey those hormones are going to affect the way <laughs> that is broken down and used why why wouldn't we study that does that not what like why would right. you not be curious like that is medical that. information so that is important to the process <laughs> i know and i was just like that's your job to to understand how these things are going to affect the body and how it can help or not help and you're gonna ignore half the population you be taking the sexist easy way out because you don't you can't be bothered to have to make adjustments for the the way hormones affect something no 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 I thought that was a really interesting piece of information. And like I said, I'm pretty sure it was one of Bailey Sarian's episodes. Um, I think it was when she was talking about the AIDS epidemic. I could be wrong in which episode, but yeah, it, there was talk of that. And I was just like, yeah, Yo, we need to. Our history is so I've fucked, in so many but ways. especially when it comes to so simple of understanding how our bodies mm-hmm. work. We just can't be bothered to study someone who isn't a straight white man. And I mean, thankfully, we're coming along one inch at a time in those things, but we still have a long ways to go, sadly. So that's why we need to become aware of these things so we can push for these changes to be made so we can understand how things are affecting our body. And how they're affecting other people's bodies. And that's why we're very big in mentioning that you never know why someone is on the bigger side, the skinnier side. You know, they could be living the healthiest lifestyle they've ever lived, but be, you know, 200 some odd pounds and be extremely overweight because of how their hormones affect their body. Yeah. Or having to take medication that then affects their hormones, that affects their body. It's like, can be exactly. a thing. There's so much at play when it comes to these kinds of things. And that's why it's so important that you don't judge someone on how they look. Because you don't know what they're struggling with to cause them to look a certain way. And how they look does not determine their value so it really doesn't matter um absolutely but yeah and I think it's kind of crazy that 
they wouldn't do studies on women because of their hormones because as you know research was done for these notes like all I had to research was hormones for you know men and women and there is relatively honestly kind of similar in the ways of like that oh yeah things are produced or where they're produced and like if there's imbalances it's about the yep. same thing so that's crazy because the same thing was happening in the men that they were studying but in different men mm-hmm. ways <laughs> But, you know, the more we start pushing for more research and, you know, expanding our research, the better we're going to understand things. Mm -hmm. And who knows, maybe there are bigger differences that we haven't learned about yet. For sure. Um, That that really affect us, you know, that that's always a possibility, too, is like, yeah, that's great. There is a lot of research between the fact that there isn't a huge amount of differences and that they can be very similar, but maybe we're missing something because we haven't taken that extra right. step. And, I mean, and that's why we want to educate on and bring the topic to right. people to make them question it more and want to learn Absolutely. And I will say that these notes, like you said, are like six pages long. So some of our larger notes. Oh yeah, no, we got plenty of information. Don't you worry. the surface because I would look at and read stuff where it was going into so much depth where I'm like, this, I can't do all of that in one episode. So obviously there would be more. Yeah. But like, (laughs) this is just scratching the surface talking about hormones. So yeah. I am sure there are many differences between men and women hormones, but yes. I wasn't able to get there yes. because there's just so much already. No, so. exactly. And that's why there's going to be more episodes where we talk more about hormones and stuff. That's why I say this is like the beginning of us diving into hormones because there is so mm-hmm. much to hormones there are there are so many avenues that we can go down with the topic of hormones um and that's why they're so important because they affect us in so many ways that's why it's important that we learn about it that we talk about it that we know about it that we become aware of how it affects us and others because it's so integral to our bodies and to us as human beings and how our bodies process things. Absolutely. For sure. So Laura, do you want to start us off with diving into the topic of hormones and how they affect men and women? Um, Physically, you know, all that fun stuff. And to start, um, we're going to talk about hormones in men, and then we will talk about hormones in women. Um, mm. But in general, hormones are chemical messengers made by glands in our bodies, um, which are then carried to our blood to act on other organs in the body. Um, and we need hormones for growth, reproduction, and just kind of general well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to hormones in men, the quote unquote, like control system for hormones is located at the base of the brain in the pituitary gland in the hypothalamus. Also, I will yep. not be those two I've heard of. I can pronounce those. Some of the other ones might not be able to pronounce. It's going to be a great time. Did I look them up? Meant to. Listen. Not. Good luck. Right. <laughs> Listen, when we're talking about some of these topics. 
It's gonna get a little sciency <laughs> on us. Okay? And there's gonna be words sometimes that we're not gonna be the greatest at pronouncing. You're gonna have to get over it. We'll always do our best. But sometimes some words are a little unnecessary because the English language is It is. is. I will agree with you there. For sure. So, just... Yes, be patient with us. That. Be patient with us. But anyways, <laughs> your hypothalamus releases hormones that cause the pituitary gland to release hormones that are then sent into the bloodstream that cause changes in the testicles of men. Um, and testicles. I know, I put testicles and then I misspelled it and then I had to delete it and then it ended up just saying testes and I'm like, I can't just put that. And so then I had to <laughs> respell it again. <laughs> I misspelled it so bad that my computer couldn't tell what I was trying to spell. I'm like, thanks for your help. (laughs) I love love when I spell a word so badly that even (laughs) Google cannot tell me the correct spelling because it's like, I don't know what you're trying to say. And then when I see how it's actually spelled, I'm like, oh, I get it. I understand why you did not understand what I was trying to say. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, Oh, goodness. But... During puberty, so sorry, <laughs> during puberty, um, the male sex hormones called, actually, I did not look at this one up, but androgens increase. Androgens. Yeah, androgens. we're doing fantastic. But these androgens are important to help sexually mature your body into someone who can reproduce. Um, and one of the biggest, most important, and probably most heard about androgen, see, I'm just going to start, and you just kind of have to take that as my word. <laughs> but is is testosterone um and during puberty testosterone helps the physical development of your body things such as the development of the penis testicles facial hair and body hair and muscle growth um it also helps in the production of sperm so clearly this testosterone has got a lot going for it all right exactly Exactly. And that's is that and that's not even the only things that testosterone is good for because it's honestly just good for overall no, health. Literally. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, it can aid in the growth of bones. It can affect your mood and your sex drive as well. It can affect a mm-hmm. lot of things. Um, you know, even though men and women also are vastly different when it comes to hormones you know each can have similar hormones within their bodies but you know the amounts for each is going to be completely different you know so for instance men have estrogen in their bodies which is a female sex hormone they just have way less of it than women do so you know estrogen in cisgender men helps with bone health You know, and definitely a fun fact is, you know, when it comes to testosterone is the levels within your body can change throughout the day. Um, So it's highest when you first wake up and it's lowest about 12 hours later, which is why men typically get morning wood. Uh, You know, when when. When awake, your body makes a certain hormone to help you not have a constant erection all the time because how uncomfortable would that fucking Mm -hmm. be? (laughs) Um, 
you know, so mix that or, um, so, but when you're asleep, less of that hormone is made and then mix that with high levels of testosterone in the morning and boom, a dick on high alert is what you got. <clears throat> Thank you for those beautiful notes, Laura. <laughs> I had to read that word for word. <laughs> had to read that word for word. Oh, it's just it's funny that not only I made that a fun fact, but I really made it fun. All right. So glad you're here. You did it. make it fun. Listen, we're here to have fun while learning about health and things about our body and all that fun shit. We're here to tell you information, but in a Absolutely. fun way. And and no I feel like here. this is there's a reason why I put yeah. explicit <laughs> on our podcast because you never know what's gonna come out of our yeah. mouths and how we're gonna this word is it. True. And I do feel like comedy sometimes can help if this is a conversation that it makes people uncomfortable because it can. Yeah. And so you make jokes to get through. It's a coping mechanism. It's a good one. I like it. So exactly. (laughs) That's why there are true crime comedy podcasts out there because it's an uncomfortable topic (laughs) that when mixed with comedy in the right moments can make it easier to talk about. Sometimes you got to sprinkle in a little comedy. It's fine. We're all here to have fun Um, and to learn about our bodies. That's what we're here to do. We're here to teach you about your bodies and health and shit and have a fun time while doing it. Anyways, we digress back to this. As men get older, you know, they do usually between about the ages of 40 and 50 natural testosterone levels begin to fall it's completely normal and as the level decreases episodes of morning wood may decrease as well so you may not be experiencing that happening as often as you get older just because your testosterone levels are just naturally falling it's a common thing that happens it's similar to when women start to get into Absolutely. Menopause. We all go through yeah, it. In our own we all go ways. through th- these things. It's all natural. Exactly. You know, which even though it is a terrible transition, like we just said, of mentioning women's hormones, this now brings us to women's hormones. Um, and when it comes to women and their hormones and their, you know, their quote unquote control system, this can, you know, also be found in the base of the brain, but also in the ovaries, which I thought was fun, um, to learn that not only is it in the base of our brain, but also in the ovaries, um, you know, female sex hormones, uh, estrogen and project progesterone um have the most significant effects on women's health you know early in puberty levels of luteinizing hormone and follicle stimulating hormone uh increase and stimulating the production of sex hormones and you know these increased levels of sex hormones primarily estrogen you know, results in the physical changes that, you know, include the the maturation of the breasts, ovaries, and the uterus and the vagina. 
Absolutely. Um, but it isn't just like during puberty that estrogen and how did you pronounce it? Progesterone? Progesterone. Beautiful, playing an yeah. important role. Um, these sex hormones play the lead in menstruation, fertility, pregnancy, breastfeeding, and menopause. So it is honestly a lot. Mm -hmm. um, it can also influence the body weight, hair growth, and bone and muscle growth. Progesterone mm -hmm. specifically mm -hmm. is critical and it protects the brain and breast from cancer. So these hormones play important yep. roles, not only in the development of your body throughout your young adult life, but also yeah. throughout your entire life. Yeah, honestly, your whole life is very much affected by these hormones in your body. And there are hormone disorders that you can have that can lead to excessive weight gain, excessive weight loss, you know, different different things that you can't control even if you get on the right kind of medication helps stabilize things you just can never lose that extra weight like you struggle with these things because of these unbalanced levels of hormones because your body just has a hard time doing it there are so many ways your body can be affected by these things um they play a big role through your whole life especially once you hit puberty and you start maturing and, you know, things like your period start and things like that, where you start to notice these hormonal disorders mm -hmm. coming through and, and then it starts affecting you through your whole adulthood. It's, it's sure. a lot. And I think that's like, I have a thyroid disorder, which is a, produces hormones, mm -hmm. which causes me to mm -hmm. have like little to no metabolism, which affects my weight yep. and so I think I think what caused mine is stress because we've talked about how stress can really cause mm -hmm. anything like that but what yeah. made me notice it and bring it to the doctor is I was 20 years old and I still didn't have a regular period it was irregular every single time mm -hmm. I could never tell when it was going to happen mm -hmm. and I was mostly just annoyed and I'm like can you fix this and then they were like yeah. well there's actually yeah. more to it <laughs> like oh okay yeah <laughs> No, well, there's always more to it, especially when it comes yes. to those things. Oh, yes. Well, even things like PCOS, yes. things like that, these are all affected by mm -hmm. your hormones. I have a friend who has it, you know, and it affects her mm -hmm. in a very big way. And one of those ways is her mm -hmm. weight very significantly. And that's something she's always struggled with. And there's no shame in, of course, gaining weight. There's no shame in that because that does not devalue you in any way shape or form never let anybody say you're lesser than just because you're bigger it's not true um you know but it still obviously affects you when you do gain sudden weight um yeah, because that's very emotional absolutely. to go through especially if you are someone who's always been on the smaller side and suddenly you have this hormone disorder that suddenly starts really coming through as you get older because that's what happens as you get older and your body starts to mature and it starts realizing oh I'm not producing enough hormones or I'm producing too much of this one hormone that I'm not supposed to be producing so much of 
and it starts fucking with you and you start gaining weight and that's a very emotional thing to go through and it's very hard to adjust to that especially when you have a society that tells you you're now suddenly not good enough because you've suddenly gained this weight and oh you must Mm -hmm. just be lazy and dumb and eating all this junk food and all this stuff but in reality Maybe you weren't really eating much at all, but you started gaining weight because your body started changing and producing these hormones that caused your body to just gain weight. And it's not your fault, you know, even if you work hard to try and lose it, you just can't sometimes. It's it's really hard to deal with. And that's, again, why we want to talk about this topic. Um more and you know we'll probably do an episode where we dive into these disorders a lot more and and break them down and talk about them more because these are all things we have to be more aware of because there are a lot of people that are affected by this a lot of like silent sufferers out there who just have to go day in day out in pain and Mm -hmm. nobody can tell because it's literally inside of exactly exactly and this is something we'll probably again also talk about when we even touch touch upon this in our transgender episode as well because there are even folks out there who that's why I say people affected by it because it's not just women Mm -hmm. affected by it you know there are people who identify as male or who don't identify as either gender you know it that are affected by this and maybe they struggle even more to get treatment or help because of how they identify. So it's it's really important we talk more about hormones and we learn more about it so that we can be prepared when we go in to have these discussions with our doctors and bring awareness to them of, you know, I really think something's wrong because I'm very irregular in this or, you know, I've been learning a lot about hormones and I've been kind of comparing to myself and I just don't yeah. feel right. And I would like to get this looked at further. You know, it's it's all about arming you with the information you need to take action for yourself. Um, because we all should be able to fight for ourselves. Um, and we're allowed to, we're, we deserve to have this information available to us to be able to fight for ourselves, especially Absolutely. our health. And I do think that it's also important not only to fight for ourselves, but also to like, just be able to be there better for a person who might be having struggles or needing to open Mm -hmm. up about something that they feel like you're a person that they are comfortable to do that you are better equipped to be a listener understand what they're saying exactly 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 but (laughs) yes anyways Mm -hmm. we digress but that's okay. It was good digressing. I like it. <laughs> but just like the men, women have a little of the sex, uh, male sex hormone in them as well. Um, so combined with estrogen, testosterone helps with the growth, maintenance, and repair of women's reproductive tissues, bone mass, and it can. Um, it also aids in like certain human behaviors. Um, Mm -hmm. and just like we said for men, women experience natural hormone shifts in decline as one continues to age as well, which is what causes, uh, perimenopause and menopause. Um, 
And oh, yes. I mean, we've heard a lot about hormone imbalances when it comes to women. At least I have, but I have not heard like yeah. anything when it comes to men. I didn't even know it was like a thing that was possible when it came to men. Um, I, I have to yeah. agree on that because you do hear about it a lot more often with women. But I feel like that's where we tend to, I don't know how I want to word this, not recognize some things that men tend to struggle Absolutely. with. Absolutely. And I'm like, we're also both You know, women. maybe because we tend to yeah. see women more often struggling with it. So I feel like it's harder for us to realize mm-hmm. that there are men that obviously struggle with it as well whether they identify it as as a male biologically or a transgender however it is you right. know they do still struggle with these things as and well and I do think that it's also that I'm just I know more females and I feel like I do males and I'm closer to them yeah, so they're more open about certain things than I am with the people that I know that are male well And that's the thing is, even with some males, they just may not be more willing Mm -hmm. to talk about their hormone imbalances and how it affects them. Because we do live in a society where men tend to not be allowed to talk about themselves in that way as often. And obviously, we do have a lot more men becoming a lot more open with what they go through and how they struggle with these things, which is why it's becoming more obvious to us especially those of us that focus on health and study you know and learn more about health and how things affect us you know it's it's something that I mean yeah it I lost my train of thought (laughs) but but it's something that we're we're learning more about and as we learn more about it we are hoping that more men are going to become yeah. more open and and talk about it because they should be allowed to talk about it they should be allowed to be comfortable with it and we've sadly created a a, a system where men aren't allowed to be open yeah, and talk their about feelings, their 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 feelings any kind of pain exactly I feel like a lot of the guys I know don't even like going to the hospital. Right. You know, there's like that stereotype of a lot of guys just, I'm not, uh, nah, I don't I'm need fine. to see a doctor. I'll right. just tough Rosen it out. Like, that type of thing. Like, no, please go see a doctor. Like, it's okay to go see a doctor when you think something's right. wrong. Like, just go see the fucking doctor for God's sake. Like, I feel like it's just so common for men to tough yeah. it out. Or, or something like that. And that's why also maybe we aren't as attuned to men struggling from hormone imbalances is because A, this, our society doesn't really let them talk about it and B, they won't even go and seek help about it sometimes. Yeah. And, and I think... Because it's that pressure has yes. been put and on they, them. And we're also, I feel like, just less educated about it in general because, like I said, I was surprised that, like... yeah we're always talked about our hormones and that's why we're <clears throat> crazy and PMSing and whatever. Yeah. And like, but we never talk about men's hormones, hormones and how it affects way. them. And so it's, yes, they can go through similar situations where they're practically PMSing and it's because their hormones absolutely. are affecting them and causing them to be more emotional or something like that. It, we are all affected by our hormones just because 
hormones make women emotional and affect them in an obvious way like that doesn't mean they don't affect men in that way too because they do men can be hormonal men can be crazy from their hormones we can all be a little crazy from our hormones we're all affected by them because they constantly fluctuate they constantly change stress affects your hormones like you were saying stress affects everything everything. every single thing in your body is affected by stress so yes your hormones can be affected by stress which can cause you to maybe become more emotional it's we're all affected and i was honestly just learning um a bit ago that men can struggle with postpartum depression as well you know and i'm like that's actually really neat to i mean bummer but also really neat to like learn about yeah <laughs> like, no it's not for you it's not good, like, but exactly like i would not have thought that you learn yes um, yeah yeah but yes men experience hormone imbalances in similar ways that women do um and in both men and women hormone imbalances can be due to um, like you were saying, Kaylee, like high and prolonged amounts of stress. It can be due to diabetes, mm-hmm. thyroid problems, overuse of steroids, poor diet, um, being severely over or underweight, birth control or hormonal replacement drugs, certain cancers and tumors, and even something as odd as like iodine deficiency can all play mm-hmm. an effect into your hormones. Yep. Because your hormones play so many parts in your body. They are affected by so many different things. And that's why, again, we say it's so important for us to learn about hormones and how they affect us um, and affect others. You know, and we aren't just talking about sex hormones anymore either, you know, we're talking all hormones, all of them. Um, hormones that come from the thyroid, the adrenal glands, you know, the pancreas, everything, all of them, which all play a very important role in just being a healthy human. This is why we stress it. This is why we we talk about and we keep mentioning that it's so important you know stuff like metabolism blood sugar balance your mood your sleep and your growth all affected all of it um but when there is an imbalance in the hormones you know whether that means there's too much or too little there can always be symptoms there are always symptoms And, you know, it's important to know what some of these symptoms look like. So you can have sudden unexplained weight loss or weight gain, um, excessive sweating, changes in your sex drive, difficulty sleeping and headaches, you know, changes in heat and cold sensitivity, dry skin, or maybe you start getting skin rashes more, you know, more consistently, uh, changes in your heart rate and blood pressure irritability, anxiety, depression, you know, increased thirst and frequent urination. Maybe you have uh, more brittle or weak bones, uh, unexplained prolonged fatigue, um, even infertility. Um, And then specifically in women, it may also look like vaginal dryness, you know, irregular periods, 
vaginal uh, atrophy, which is the thinning and drying and inflammation of the vaginal walls, pain during sex, acne, and even hair loss. These are all symptoms that can show signs of something going wrong with your hormones. Um, And it's important that if you are going to your doctor and you're advocating for yourself that you push for something like this because it's better to get a test done and to know everything's okay than to not get it done and there be something wrong and you don't even know because nobody took the time to take a simple test to give an answer. Um, push for yourself. It's it's okay to push for yourself and to say, no, I really think there's something going on with X, Y, Z, and I'd like to get it looked Absolutely. at. Yeah. And, you know, there are also ways to help naturally balance our hormones. There's always an option for trying something a bit more natural. Um, but sometimes trying to balance out hormones ourselves works and sometimes we need to to go to the doctors um and it really depends on what's causing the imbalance of course that's always going to be a big thing is it's going to depend on what is the cause so it's always of course best to get a doctor's advice and then go and try some natural options too as well you know if You're always welcome to try things, but always talk to your doctor first to make sure it's not something that requires a doctor's intervention. Um, And, you know, because honestly, the ways to balance hormones are basically just healthy ways to live. Right. So that's why it is okay to try natural options. But of course, there can always be something more severe at play. So it is always good to get the input from your doctor and if it is something that you can work on with a more natural option yeah and and you can honestly do do a little bit of both of like medication that might be helping you mixed with yes a b and c of a natural way you know and it might honestly do better than if you were to just do one or the other it goes it's all together exactly exactly um and some of those exactly. natural ways to balance hormones um, include um, eating enough protein at every meal, um, engaging in regular movement and or exercise, um, maintaining a moderate weight, whatever is like your healthy baseline weight, um, taking care of your gut health, lowering your sugar intake, managing stress, I feel like should be borderline number one up there um consume Mm -hmm. healthy fats get consistent high quality sleep and consume a higher fiber diet um and so Mm -hmm. I feel like if you just pick whichever one you feel like is easiest for you right now that's fine you know go with what is going to be easiest for you to try to work at and then go from there because if you pick the hardest one if you're that type of person, go big or go home, like Haley says, then do it up. But <laughs> if you are path yeah. of least resistance type of a person, go with what is easiest and just work on it. It's always what's easiest for you, what works best for you, what 
works yes. for you. It's never always because what works for one person isn't always going to work for you. So if you do follow someone online who gives certain advice and you try it and it doesn't work for you, don't keep doing it. Try something else. It's okay because not everything works for everybody. Everybody's body is built differently. Everybody's hormones affects them differently and it's going to cause certain things to work or not work. And that's okay. Don't give up. Because there's going to be something that works for you. You just got to, you just got to find it. And it can be tiring sometimes to go through those motions of finding that right thing. But it's so worth it when you, when you take that time for yourself. And that's what you're doing. You're taking that time for yourself to help yourself. And that is the best thing we can do sometimes is just give ourselves a little bit of time to do something good for us. It's okay to be yeah. selfish. It's okay to be a little selfish when it comes to things like mm-hmm. that. That kind of like reminds me of this conversation I had with one of my participants that I work with. And I obviously can't share too much of it's like confidential, but we were just talking about like right. her family and herself. And she's like, well, my family cannot be whole unless I am whole. And I think that just like was mm-hmm. struck a huge chord in me because I'm like, you're damn fucking right. You know, because you well, that's a big thing we stress is you can't fully take care of others if you aren't taking care of yourself, even a little bit. You have to give yourself at least a little bit of love and self care to truly be able to keep giving to others. Because if you only give, 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 you're eventually gonna Mm -hmm. be drained, you're eventually gonna hit that. It's like a burnout wall. It's not going to be fun. Burnout. Exactly. You're basically going to reach that burnout and then you're going to just drop and and you're not going to know how to get out of it. And it's, it's going to make you feel like you're drowning and you don't want that. Even if you give yourself a little bit once in a while, it's something and it's something that you deserve, especially if you are someone who is the provider for everyone around you. You have to take care of yourself because you have people that rely on you and you deserve to take the time for yourself because you have all of these people that rely on you. Absolutely. That, That especially means that you really do deserve to have a couple of moments for yourself, for you to do something for you. Um, and yeah, that's something big that we always stress. Absolutely. And I thought um, that that's why, like, I love that it kind of made me remember yeah. that because we, that's what we talk about all the time is like, you can't give yourself yeah. to others. Exactly. Be selfish. You'll be doing yeah. a below average be selfish. giving yourself to others if you don't give yourself something. So might as well give yourself something and be as close to 100% as possible so you can give someone close to 100%. Exactly, exactly. And especially if it's if you're someone who loves being able to be there for others, great. But you have to nourish yes, yourself. Absolutely. You gotta treat yourself like a little plant, all right? Food, water, sunshine, exactly. rest, all your things. Exactly. <laughs> Even if it's just a little bit, it goes mm-hmm. a long way. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Well. I think that's it. <laughs> that's all we you got know. for you. We, uh, 
I think. I think for right. this, this episode, we have so much more for this. Like we said, we are going to be delving into the topic of hormones so much more. There's going to be a lot more discussion that we're going to be having around this topic. So look forward to those episodes. Um, hopefully they'll be coming out sooner rather than later if all goes yes. to plan. Um, see what happens there. But they will be coming. They will be happening. So we are excited to delve more into this topic um, for you guys. But we hope you all have been enjoying listening and uh, all that fun stuff. If you have been, we would appreciate it if you go and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get seen by more people. Uh, and if you follow or subscribe wherever you listen to us as well, that also helps. Um, and if you want to contact us at all, any questions, comments, concerns, topic, ideas you want us to discuss, you can hit us up on our social medias which are at No Country for Healthy Living on Instagram and Facebook. You can also hit us up um, at our email, which is nocountryforhealthyliving at gmail.com. And also, if you are interested in digging a little deeper in your own personal goals, need a little extra guidance, you're stuck, anything like that, you want to be coached by either Laura or myself, you can hit us up on our personal Instagrams. Mine is at DearKitten3 and Laura's is at YasQueenCoaching. That's Y-A-S Queen Coaching. And once again, we thank you all for listening, for joining us, all the things, and we look forward to talking to you all again next time. Remember to stay safe and make healthy choices.